You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zagari. Hello and welcome to Mobile Presence, your place for great ideas and actionable advice to help you optimize and maximize your mobile strategy. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, and today's show looks at how apps are evolving and what you as app marketers, brands, you know, people in the space, whatever you're doing, you need to know this so that you can basically catch the wave now rather than be crushed by it because there is something happening out there and that's what we're going to be talking about today. And if you think I'm exaggerating, um, let me just set the stage for this for a moment, okay? So... So let me just share with you some news from Mobile World Congress. That was the mobile event that took place in Barcelona. And it was there that Ted Livingston, he's the chief executive and founder of the messaging app company Kick, he told the audience that apps were on the way out. Because in his view, it's the bots that are hot, or even hotter than hot, if you, if you, if you take his word for it. Now, the jury may be out on this one, but you would have to be pretty much blind not to see that apps are changing. The role of the apps in our lives are changing. Um, it's very much more about interacting with apps. It's about apps even bridging the digital and physical world. So it's massively important. And here to talk about the shift and what it really means is our guest today, 
Paul Jarrett. Now, Paul is the managing director and founder of Sonin. That's a leading UK app development agency. He has over 13 years of experience within the mobile industry, and he now leads a team of experts, mobile strategists, developers, creating apps for enterprises and consumer use. So uh, a long list of companies you've worked with, Paul, global national companies, international companies, startups, financial logistics. Great to have you on the show today. Thanks very much, Peggy. So first of all, I mean, that's quite a statement from Mobile World Congress. You know, apps are on the way out. Now, that's going to scare a lot of people, particularly people who uh, haven't gotten around yet to even making their mobile apps. But, uh, you know, what is your view? Because you are out there, your clients um, ask you for apps. Are you seeing that they're asking for a different type of app or a different type of experience? Is this, are we ending up in app 2.0? Yeah, I think that uh, I think it is a it's a terrifying statement, but I think what it really is is a natural evolution um, of where we are with apps. We've talked for a little while now around the fact that apps are very task focused and they're about helping people achieve things in a different way to what we saw in early days of apps on the web, where it's much more of a browsing experience. And what we're seeing now um, is purely the next evolution of that. So it's you know, coined as the post app era, but really it's about helping people achieve the tasks they wanted to in a quicker, shorter, more convenient way. So I don't think that necessarily it's a, it's a terrifying state of play. I think that it's just that the experiences that people are having will become more natural and easier to engage with potentially. And is that all about bots or is it something else? I mean, what are the kinds of features and functions that you're finding you have to uh, build into the bespoke apps you make at Sonin for your, for your clients? What are, what are brands and marketers asking for? Well, I think there's a, there's a little bit more time that's being spent in understanding the, their customers and how they're engaging with their brands and what it is that they want. And therefore, when you go through this process of learning a little bit more about what people are going to do, then you can tailor your product and the experiences with it. So if you're issuing a notification about something that needs a quick decision, you don't necessarily need to drag them back into an app. You can achieve that through a push notification. If somebody has a question and it's right place, right time, then that can easily be achieved through a bot. You're not necessarily creating entirely new sets of functionality you're more delivering them in a way that is slightly more natural and quicker for the user to to achieve what they want to well paul i mean you watch the industry and that's why um also you know shameless plug here you're also going to be writing uh columns for me over at mobilegroove.com in fact you have one over there so listeners if you want to check it out at mobilegroove.com we have paul's view into you know the trends you need to watch what you need to know about the massive mobility trends in the enterprise so that aside um, you know, you're also watching the industry and watching real-world apps out there. Just run through a couple of examples that have caught your eye about how brands are uh, doing this right or, or possibly even doing it wrong. I think there's some really interesting ones. So one of the things that obviously um, that I know you've talked about a lot is the starting of blurring of lines between the digital and the real world. And part of mm-hmm. that is this kind of post-apps era where we're not trying to just compartmentalize people into the phones, but we're trying to use that data and those experiences to enhance people's kind of day-to-day lives. I think there's some, some really interesting ones out there where people are starting to blur those lines and produce a lot more value. And that starts from everything from uh, the EasyJet app, for instance, if you're booking a flight, a reasonably obvious and easy application is the use of a, um, 
QR code for, for actually your boarding pass. But then building on top of that, the notifications in the right time in the right place as you move through the airport. So ensuring that you know how to guide yourself through, which gate you're at, when you need to leave, etc. when the flights are delayed. So you're starting to augment your day-to-day experience through this app. Uh, and then in, indeed, when you start to look at people like Shell as well, so they've uh, they've enhanced their app with the fill up and go function, which allows you to pay straight through. And so there's no now no longer the need to go in and queue up. You can set up the app in advance and the app's actually performing a feature that makes your day to day life that bit easier. So it's not necessarily kind of using the app as an endpoint so much as a facility to make what you're doing anyway easier, slicker and quicker. So, I mean, what I'm also hearing here, Paul, is that it's really about um, making things, I mean, we did it a thousand times in the industry, we've heard this a thousand times, making things seamless, removing the friction, but now it seems that it's really time to put up or shut up in a way for the brands, because this is really now what apps need to be delivering, rather than just talking about delivering it. Is that what I'm hearing here? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think consumers are becoming more demanding they're having higher expectations and they're, they're less willing to accept the compartmentalization of, of information and functions so the ability to play with other services to to make your life better is becoming more and more important to people and you'll start to see i think brands getting penalized when they don't open up and actually allow people to achieve what they want because they're trying to build up garden wall gardens and stop people um using their services with others. And also, just to make it quick before we go to break, it also sounds as if you can't really say, you're going to stay in my app to do everything you want. You really have to, if you haven't already, you have to open back up in the other direction and use all those you know, formats and approaches that we've known from, from text onwards to even uh, QR codes to make the experience more multidimensional, like people really are. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the if you go through any kind of customer journey mapping, then you'll find that people don't just in, interact in one way and in one place. And therefore, trying to push everybody back into one place for that interaction is incredibly unnatural. So I think you have to be able to open up your facilities. And we kind of talk about the verbs and the way that people interact with your brands. You have to be able to open those up so that people can use them on a variety of different places, just like years ago on the web people started to move their content to where the audience was this is a very similar thing but with the functions that people want to achieve and with huge implications for brands and we'll be talking more about what you need to do in order to understand and embrace the post-app world but right now we got to go to break so stay right there we'll be right back mobile presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Get educated and entertained by our panel of on-air experts and peers. And engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn. So you can reach us before and after every program. Located on our new social shareable live streaming player. Access the new Cranberry Radio live stream player at our website, cranberry.fm. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. 
at Fjord. Our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove, and we have Paul Jarrett, Managing Director and Founder of Sonin, a leading app development agency. And before the break, Paul, we were talking about you know the, the entry and the arrival of the real post-app world. Um, yes, agreed. We're doing things in our app that need to be connected to other points in the journey. How do you map the journey? Yeah, so that's obviously one of the most important parts of any of this. Um, And really the first point is to understand who your customers are, um, which starts with some standard kind of persona mapping, understanding the type of people that are interacting with your service, uh, what their key drivers are, what it is that they want to achieve from the service, and the types of issues that they have. And quite often the issues are, are the main thing because that's the problems that we're trying to solve for the customers. Um, and once you have that map of who it is that you're dealing with, then, of course, you can start to look at the different platforms that they're using, the different technologies they have, and therefore where you want to position your service um, to mo- make it most available for them. So are there any, I mean, Obviously, you have to be everywhere your customer is, and you sort of have to follow their lead. But from the top, can you say that there are any approaches or formats or or tools in the toolbox that you maybe can rule out from the beginning or you absolutely have to have? Because, you know, say you have to have everything. If you're listening in as a, uh, you know, a mid-sized company, you're saying, well, that's an, you know, that's an awfully tall order. Yeah, Absolutely. And I think that part of the um, reason that understanding the personas is so important is that different groups, of course, have um, different uh, openness to new technology. So on the whole, nowadays, uh, obviously, smartphone platforms are are musts and drive a lot of the experience. And then as you start to look to other technologies, whether that's um, voice activated assistance, for example, then at that point, you need to understand a little bit more about your audience and whether they're likely to be embracing those technologies yet. Uh, if you look at things like bots through Facebook, for example, Facebook Messenger, then it's about whether or not people are u- using that as just a utility. And you can, once you've built up these personas, obviously you go through and you build out focus groups and you do interviews with people to understand how they're using technology, uh, if they're open to it and what their kind of risk profile is. And at that point, you can really start to get a better picture of what technologies they're going to use. 
And some of those are the forward-facing ones, and some of those are, of course, things in the background, as we see over the next few years, we'll see an increasing reliance on machine learning and AI to drive those decisions and present you with options rather than requiring you to do the research. And some of those obviously are just in the background uh, and will enable a better experience no matter where you're interacting. What are you actually seeing from what your clients are requesting? Are you seeing that, um, I wouldn't be so trite to say, you know, is AI hot or what's the next big thing? But it would be interesting to know, you know, where's the demand? Because that would be reflective of, you know, what kind of customer experience do we need to be delivering? Mm. Yeah, I think I think the fantastic thing about machine learning and AI is it just takes that right time, right place situation and moves it on one further where you're actually delivering the right information and the right options. So I think um, right now people are very interested in what they can do to use machine learning and AI to make their customers' lives and those journeys much more seamless and much easier and deliver the right options and the right information and content at the right time. So I think that's that's going to be a massive trend over the next coming years. Uh, and understanding, again, through your, through your customer journey map, understanding what the drivers are and using machine learning to, to inform and enhance those will be the big challenge um, because it requires a lot of information and a lot of data around where people are and what they're doing. I mean, the way to make it work, and I, I've, I've done this with my own uh, work with apps, you know, you have to really work closely together with your development team, right? So um, you, as being that side of the equation, it would be interesting to hear from you, you know, what does a brand need to do to be prepared to even engage with you? You know, is there certain information, maybe a checklist, questions they need to answer or ask themselves? I mean, how to make this as friction-free as possible? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of the time, um, it comes down to them having an understanding of their clients and, of course, having focus groups in place so that brands are able to um, put forward the ideas so that as we come through the discovery process, we're able to put together these ideas, test them through the focus groups and get a real first-person uh, reaction to how these things will be working is all important because as we go through the classic stages of MVPs, we want to make sure that we're as guided and as informed through every stage as we can be. So there's no loss of pace and momentum because the world's moving very fast. And to capitalize on these opportunities, you quite often have to be there ahead of the game. I mean, we went through some of the apps that are, you know, have caught your eye because they're doing it well. But I mean, amongst your, your clients or what you're seeing, I mean, can you give me an example of uh, you know, a real stellar example of someone who's really getting it right? Um, yeah, we have some people that are that are looking very much, funnily enough, you, so they're using the mobile experience, they're using the different points at which their clients will be engaging, um, and they're also using machine learning to drive that. So they've gone through and they've understood exactly where their employees and where their clients are going to be at set times. Mm -hmm. They've spent some time going through, doing interviews, and understanding the problems that they have, and then they've gone through and they've mapped everything out. And they've pulled together all of their data and all the different people for representatives from the business. And from that, they've managed to put together an enormous map of all the different pain points. And then by using machine learning and putting that across as people continue to use the app and contribute things, they're able to hone down the experience. And now the app is providing immediate guidance in lots of different situations where previously uh, it would end up with a scenario where people would either have to put in calls or they'd have to stop activities completely. Because as, as time's gone by, the machines have learned what it is in the situations and they're able to take in all the different data. Now the 
feedback is almost immediate. So production never stops and it just keeps pushing forward. Because I guess the nirvana is always, you know, that that experience that flows across all channels. You know, we have that when we talk about customer service an awful lot. You talk about, you know, making a call. The call will make it from the from the center or you're starting on an app or no matter where you start really in the journey, mm. that everyone's literally on the same page. And I guess this is a little bit of what you're talking about, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's funny. So we were using an example of a car dealership the other day. And, and nowadays, people are so much more informed than they used to be. Uh, and most of the time when you go in to purchase something like a car, there's a, there's a good potential that you know more about what you're doing than potentially the person on the other side of the desk that's selling because they have so many different models to, uh, to put to you. And you've certainly been through a lot of the journey, but yet all of that investment that you've personally made in your own time into research and then into browsing through the app and looking at the different models and possibly favoriting or even building it is lost when you walk in through the door. And therefore, actually, the salesperson is at a disadvantage as they try and pedal to catch up with where you are. So that information should flow straight through, all the way through from start to finish. And they should know as you walk in, be it through iBeacons, be it through uh, the ability to just pass on that information through your, through your username or something. They should know everything that you've been looking into. So that from that point in, it's about honing your experience rather than starting the experience completely from scratch. Well, thanks again for being on the show today, Paul. And it's just the right time of the show. A great segue. We're talking about, you know, how to stay up to date and in touch with your customers on the journey. And now it's how do the listeners stay in touch with you after the show? Absolutely. So you can email me on paul.jarrett at sonin.agency or I'm on Twitter as paul underscore Jarrett. Okay. And that's Sonin or Sonin. That's S-O-N-I-N. J-A-R-R-E-T-T. And listeners, you can email me, Peggy, at mobilegroove.com, where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peggy Ann, A-N-N-E. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to Cranberry Radio at cranberry.fm. How much are your best ideas worth? PriorThings.com gives you an added layer of protection for all of your intellectual property, ideas, and creative things. New business idea, pitch deck, PowerPoint presentation, song lyrics, source code, killer blog posts. We help you protect it all. How do we do it? We use the same technology platform that secures transactions for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Learn more at PriorThings.com. Check out exclusive listener pricing for Cranberry Radio listeners by going to bit.ly slash Founders Circle. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the 
new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. ZoSocial is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let ZoSocial give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Cranberry Radio. And here is Shahab Zagari with another hotspot telling you how you can get the most impact for your brand by using influencer marketing. Welcome to another hotspot segment. I'm Shahab Zagari with Higher Ground Creative Agency. And this is the third in a four-part series where we're talking about influencer marketing, uh, what to do, who to get, and how to do it right. So uh, today's first tip is getting a dedicated audience. Um, so you know when you're looking to pick an influencer, uh, you don't always make it about the numbers. We've kind of touched on that um, in another segment, uh, but you know, a smaller audience doesn't necessarily mean a smaller reach. Uh, I remember a few years ago uh, in the print uh, advertising world, um, you know, there was a, a record company and they were looking to uh, advertise. Now, if they were to advertise in, let's say, Rolling Stone magazine, that would be a, a national uh, reach. You know, the the Half-page ads were quite expensive uh, in the double-digit thousands uh, range, uh, and the the record company just couldn't afford that for that specific release. Um, and so we said, okay, well, you know, what kind of music is it? And they said, okay, well, you know, it's it's a bit of punk rock. Okay, so punk rock. So we went to a, a magazine out of Los Angeles that only has a four thousand subscriber base. Uh, they, their magazines are generally not in stores and you generally have to have, you know, subscription in order to get this magazine. And, you know, at first there was kind of like a, you know, well, Rolling Stone would be better, but Hey, Rolling Stone, that's all kinds of musicians, all kinds of people who love various different genres. And that's, you know, it's too wide of a berth. Now, this smaller magazine, okay, they only have 4,000 subscriptions, but guess what? All 4,000 of those people specifically pay to subscribe to this magazine, and this magazine is bi-monthly, and they, you know, whether it's, you know, pardon the expression, in the toilet or, you know, as a coffee table book, they are reading this thing cover to cover. Rolling Stone might, you know, those that huge reach, half of those people – probably read an article or two and you know they don't really look at the advertisements that are in there uh so you know going back to uh, you know social um influencers you know that uh same idea can apply so you know when you're pitching the you know, let's say it's a service or a product that you have through an influencer to their uh, dedicated audience, you know, you will have their fans engaging with that content um, simply because, um, you know, 
they trust this person. Uh, whereas if, you know, let's say you go to someone who has 10 million followers, you know, a couple hundred thousand comments per post, well, you know, a lot of those comments uh, don't really lead to sales. They don't really lead to brand recognition. And generally it's, you know, people saying, hey, look at my account. Hey, I'm first. I commented first. So it's not really, uh, you know, behooving you to look at the numbers versus a small dedicated audience. Next tip for today's segment is, you know, go beyond the conventional, uh, you know, spokesperson type endorsement. Use, uh, you know, and, and again, you would have to create this type of um, agreement with the influencer, but run contests and giveaways uh, with the influencer. Um, that can get a lot of attention and a lot of excitement uh, because, you know, a lot of these influencers have the followers and these followers, they generally love to you know, go in on uh, and put entries in for contests. You know, generally speaking, those kinds of things are very popular, especially on Twitter, especially on Instagram. Now imagine if you have a social influencer, um, you know, basically endorsing the contest, maybe even being the face of the contest, uh, you know, you will see much better results. And with contests, as we all know, as marketers, that is the opportune time to getting data on these people who would love to win a specific item. Uh, and just because they don't win the contest doesn't mean that you can't run other contests outside of the influencer campaign, uh, you know, two months down the line, three months down the line, six months down the line. So again, just to recap today's segment, uh, look for a, influencer that has a dedicated audience uh, and don't necessarily look at how big or small that audience is. Uh, if that audience absolutely loves this influencer and they engage and they comment and they share, that is more gold than just a huge follower account uh, and, you know, uh, really no um, – uh, sharing or, you know, tons of spam bots. I mean, that's, that's almost fool's gold right there. Um, and also use these influencers to run, uh, some contests. I mean, it's definitely something you can put into the agreement, put into the contract. Um, and again, going back to the last segment, making it a win-win so that, you know, you're paying them to be the face of that contest. And then that helps the contest, uh, you know, boost out there, uh, organically. So, again, thanks for listening into the hot spot. We'll check you next time. And that's a wrap. So, if you have a great story to share about what you have achieved in mobile marketing or apps or mobile or AI or bots, whatever you've been doing, then get in touch with me and I may ask you to join me as a guest on an upcoming show. Until next time, you can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to cranberry.fm. Or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. 
A big thank you from all of us here to all of you there for listening into Mobile Presence today and keep those tweets and likes coming. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.